everyone. Um, today on the Two Half Squads, we are absolutely thrilled to bring some true talent to the show instead of just Jeff and I. Yep. And <laughs> some masters of ASL and creativity and producing. And it well, we'll let you introduce yourselves. Sebi? Okay, I'm Sebi Caltabiano uh, from Italy Room. Um, I work in uh, Advancing Fire, no? that is uh, an ASL uh, games producer. And uh, nothing. My, my English is very, very bad, so I apologize for this. And uh, yes, and for the rest, uh, I hope that uh, the interview will go good, will go well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure it will. Uh, <laughs> and then Ulrich, nice to make your acquaintance. Yes, likewise. Um, nice. Uh, thank you for having us on here. And uh, so obviously I'm Ulrich and I'm, but strangely enough, also from Rome a long time ago. And uh, that's not why we met, but it's, you know, led us to meet later on in life. I've yeah. lived most of my life in the UK, so I'm really part of the, the UK ASL scene. Although my very first ASL experience was playing with others in Rome back in 1988, I believe. Yeah. But I've forgotten most of what I've learned since then. So, <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that happened. Well, we're glad you could join us on the show. And I would like to start by getting this out of the way. The only Italian that I sort of remember is uh to welcome you is la sciate ogni speranza voi cantrate which uh loosely translated means uh, abandon all hope ye who enter here <laughs> correct yeah why why do you dante, dante, dante. Uh, from yeah. dante yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> and, which yeah. is as far as i've ever gotten in dante is page one yeah <laughs> yes Okay. I didn't get much further. I've tried Dante and it's it's hard going. Yeah. Yeah. So your gaming background then, um, Sebi, how did you get into gaming and then into advanced squad leader? Okay, so uh, fundamentally, uh, basically, I as a, I made another interview with the Derek Ritter some months ago, no? Uh, and I even in, the, in that occasion, I said that uh, I just played uh, war games when I was uh, a teen, teenager. So from, uh, I don't know, 12 to um, 20 years, years old. And then uh, I stopped because I made other things in my life. Then I stopped for 30 years, more or less. And, then, and when I was around 50, I uh, discovered... Uh, uh, boxes of my old ASL uh, modules I, I bought uh, then, and I uh, and I wondering I was wondering if there is uh, something on the web, you know, because everything uh, meanwhile uh, go uh, went in the in the web, you know, in some in some ways. I discovered Vassal, I discovered Vesel. I know I knew the um, the ASL uh, Italian community. Then I. Begin. To, I learn fundamentally, basically, the game when I, so we can say, eight to ten years to, to nine years ago, more or less. And um, I have had also some tutors from uh, from uh, some American tutors uh, like uh, uh, Patrick Ireland, beloved, that uh, that uh, was very active 
on days or not to teach uh, starter kit and then ASL. And then uh, we also wanted to mention uh, Tom Arnold, that is another fun man with which I I learn ASL. Then uh, after I have I learn ASL, uh, so I, I, I have to say that so in, when I was a teen, I didn't play ASL because it was too difficult for for uh, the for me and for the people around me because it was in English and was also difficult. There was a translation made from someone Italian of the rules, but it was made very, very bad. Very bad. Because, uh, for example, <laughs> they, they use the same term for hidden and concealed, for example. Mm. So hidden and concealed was the same things for ah. this translation. It's just an example, but just to make you understand how, how much it was... Uh, difficult and strange for uh, Italian teen in, uh, in the 80, uh, 80s to, to make something so difficult. Um, and so I just played the, the, the cl- some classic Evelyn Hill, like uh, Stalingrad, uh, Midway, Enzio, this kind of games. And then at 20, I stopped and made other things. I, 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 was, uh, I tried to be a musician and make other things in my life, not, not this. When I so when I learned, um, I and anyway when when I was younger, I maintain uh, a feeling with the ASL, a very good feeling because I think that it was a, a very complete game with uh, this uh, potentiality to potential potent, that potentially was uh, very uh, near close to a simulation, not even it is exactly simulation but it's very close it's something that want to be a simulation no? but, but uh, it isn't and so i like uh, this um, aspect of uh, of ASL and uh, and so when i learn i i i have something like an imprinting in this way you no know, of the game some an imprinting this is this was my vision of the game when i met uh, a game, the game, and in the uh, ten years ago, I saw that uh, it was a lot played uh, instead uh, in competitive way, as a tournament, you know, uh, win, and less uh, in the as a representation of the military event or uh, something like more, more uh, uh, repre- less representative, more for the for the for the game, for uh, for win, lose. Uh, uh, and everything, and I think that could be something uh, new, something in the direction of the simulation, and that was uh, the vision that guide me guides me in the, the production. Yes, in advancing further to be synthetic. This is the the vision. Yeah, uh, excellent. And Ulrich, yeah. how did you? What's your background again? Just gaming, and then you said you started in the eighties, right? It put you. Yeah, I was, and then you were in Italy and met everyone else. Then, or well, I guess mid eighties, um, I was introduced to Risk. <laughs> Let's just start real basic. Sure. Graduated to Axis Analyze, and I thought that's a that was a step up. And but somehow, and and then there was this. I was in a very small school, but I was fortunate that um, somebody in the class below me, one year younger, he. Um, he told me about this game and I couldn't believe it, uh, the level of detail he showed me. And I was blown away by the level of detail, the the, the, the the richness that comes from it, the chapter H that you could just leaf through and go, oh my goodness, the, the, 
all these details. Where do they get all this information from? I mean, looking back now, actually, that was quite a feat that they were able to put that together. Um, and and so that's that's how the the road, you know, along ASL started, and then uh, moved to the UK, um, and so things went a bit up and down in the air. The, there was a hiatus in the 1990s university and you you don't have anybody or not as many people to play with. I did find actually a local group. I was in Manchester, UK, and there was a local wargaming group and started to uh, make some friends there. Maybe you've heard of a guy called Sean Carter, who was of that area. And he's known for having designed a number of scenarios that are in the, uh, you know, great ASL law. And um, so that carried on for a bit. And then I was in the Northwest. I don't know if you've heard of a place called Blackpool. Yes. In the UK. Sure. And a guy called Trevor Edwards, he started the first Blackpool tournament in 1997. It's scary how long ago that is. <laughs> and... Uh, so that that continued. He he moved on to other things. Uh, so this guy Pete Phillips that everybody knows. He he took over those tournaments and um, and it's twice a year now. When we I mean, there's a whole obviously scene. There's a whole load of people who are now are doing these these two tournaments a year in 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 Blackpool. So the friend back in Rome, I can say he's called Lorenzo. He's not active in ASL anymore, but he um he introduced me and then about three four just years ago just before covid he got back in touch he was having a he was taking an interest again he'd been away in the world of miniatures uh and uh i think in the meantime lorenzo had got to know sebi and and then he, he brought us together and you know, it was just fantastic, um, you know, getting to know Sebastiano this way and somebody who really loves this this historical aspect, you know, the the richness that that is ASL. So my earpiece keeps sliding out, so I'm going to keep That's playing okay. with it. And um, and at that stage, you know, Sebastiano had already published Biazza Ridge and the, the one in North Africa. Sorry, I forget the name. Okay. King and it? then, yeah, yeah, but time. Oh, okay, you've got it there. Cover over there. Look at that! Somebody's prepared. Fantastic. And he was working on this Prokhorovka module. So, uh, I'm I'm not one of those who's obsessed with um, you know the great Kursk battles and so on. You know, interesting, but you know, lots of other things going on. So. Um, but it was interesting anyway, and, and his approach was different. The artistic effort that goes into the maps, they are visually stunning. It's a different style of artwork for sure. Um, and, you know, others are going down that, that road. We've seen recent publications from other TPPs, you know, also going down a more artistic route. Um, and again, trying to reflect uh, the events and the battles through as closely as possible modifying SSRs within reason to reflect how the battles actually occurred and, and obviously one huge element was how to represent the gently undulating terrain of Prokhorovka because the 
the um, standard ASL hill rules, which basically as a set of flat levels just wouldn't wouldn't do it justice. Um, so it, it took a while, but I think you know we've we've adjusted, and and I think it works really well that you you have these shifting areas that go in and out of your line of sight as you move up a half level and down a half level. It works really well. So we we collaborated on that, and most recently on Osonia, and um, you know I'd give you know Sebi is the master. There you go. He's Sebi's the master who does the maps. I give feedback, um, and I, you know, I try to be nice. <laughs> we're still talking. We're still working together, and um, we do a lot of play testing. I, you know, we must be into hundreds and hundreds of hours of play testing by now. It's a scary amount. Yeah. And well, Sonia also gave me the opportunity to do something different, and that was um, June last year because I was passing through anyway, and we were in the final stages. Um, I just hired a car and spent a weekend up there and looked around the town um, and had a couple, you know, a day or so there. And it was brilliant. It, it, you know, you could really check, can you actually see from at the top of this road to the bottom there? What can you see from the bridge? What can you see from that house? What houses are still there? What's the line of sight? And so I just heard around and, and you know, Sebi, he's uploaded a few of my, amateur videos from uh, from on locations um and it just describes you know what you can see on the map and, and what you can see in the terrain and and it helps uh, help us make a few adjustments to places that were really important for for key aspects of that battle and also so to, uh, you know to just add another layer here um sebastiano had previously been in touch with um, a local historian armando de grandis and I was lucky enough that he was able, he, he'd been ill and it just almost as if by providence, the day I was there, he finally felt well enough to get out of the house and, and get a bit of fresh air. And he was able to spend a couple of hours showing me around and wow. describing from, you know, with, with the, you know, that deep knowledge that, that a local historian has and show me, you know, this, and this is something you need to know about this bit of road and what happened. There's some details that you just, I just never would have noticed otherwise, you know, how um, next to where the headquarters are, you've got a slightly sunken road next to the main road and that these footbridges went across to the houses that the front door wasn't down at the ground level, but it was at the first floor. And it's just, and you think, well, it's a game. You can just abstract it. But but this is where, you know, we do things differently. We, we like to be, as historically accurate as possible because it gives you opportunities to do something different in a small area that you know brings brings the the, the historicity to life so I, I think i think we um, i'd like to think we achieve that um and yeah i think and now we're working on this hungarian model it's Amelie. oh there's a hungarian module you're working on then yeah, I don't want to steal Sebi's thunder. You know, you you, you should introduce it. Well, we we yeah, can but... always talk again too in the yeah. future. Um, but yeah, Sebi. Then, uh, so how did Advancing Fire start? The whole like company, like I just uh, after I learned the the game, um, I discussed a bit with some SL player, Italian SL player about. Uh, 
which cioè um, on the, the eventuality that I on the the possibility that I can make something because uh, I have uh, some um, experience with the graphics and not a, a huge experience but some experience with photoshop and uh, software like like that and so I I was interested to make something uh, interesting in the, the in the in the in the ASL uh, community in the as as a game. I wish since uh, then to to make something a bit new, so not uh, the same things, not the same old uh, I don't know scenario park. Uh, I don't know with the, the geo board. I want to make something that is strange, that is innovative, that can give some idea. So. I was very attracted by by an idea that wasn't mine, but was uh, I can say uh, of one of the best, uh, maybe the best ASL uh, Italian player that is Paolo Cariolato, that is a lawyer that played very well ASL. It's, uh, he, he won, he, he win, uh, uh, with uh, tournaments. Uh, he, he won a couple of time uh, Buzz League, so it is a very good player. Mm. Uh, he is a very good player. Um, he gave me this idea of uh, someone somehow uh, to, to make uh, a game that is a mixture between uh, an operational part and uh, and ASL. That is Brevit Assault. I find that this was a, a very nice uh, model for uh, modernization for uh, for the desert warfare in particular, because uh, in the desert everything is more or less the same. It's a big flat terrain. No, there is not a big difference between an area and another, more or less. And so it's very easy to make a, a nodes structure, no, where you can meet be, between the node, the the the, the, the forces, and make uh, also randomly generated uh, battles or combat like this brevity. It's different if you make the same things in the European terrain because uh, it's much more. Uh, uh, characterized, you can say chef, you have uh, the, the 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 house that is in this position. The I don't know. Chef, you have much more, many more elements that give a character to a, to an area to a zone. So randomly generated is not historical. Chef, you can random or obviously generate an area, but it's not exactly the same. In the desert, you can randomly generate because more or less there are all the same, check flat terrain, uh, some area of sand, some area, okay. So it was the idea. I also, uh, in the same time, I, I choose, chose to, to make another game check, because I want to begin with a couple of, of games uh, where more attention by the audience, because I think that if I, made, I just make one, it wasn't the same. So I want to make a couple. And also I thought that Biazza uh, Ridge, that is uh, uh, a game on the Battle of Sicily, may be also may may, fo- may follow the same scheme. So can also can be uh, operational as well. But uh, at last, only brevity was uh, uh, such kind of game. Uh, better, better. Uh, um, was just a normal, uh, a, a historical laser game with uh, many maps, but just, uh, just that. So nothing around uh, uh, 2018, uh, 2018, uh, 2019 year. I begin to work, and then I more or less. Uh, 
complete my works on these two games uh, at uh, in in 2020, and I released. Uh, everything goes uh, went very well, uh, except maybe the print partner that wasn't uh, so good. So the print uh, uh, asked the printer uh, the printing of these two games wasn't as, as I want. Uh, was very far from perfect, no? Because the counters were cut very badly. Also, the maps were very thin uh, with the thin paper. So it's not ideal, but uh, anyway, uh, yes, acceptable probably. I was criticized a bit, but not so so much. Yes, you can see the, the counters are nice, I think, but uh, not cut very well. In fact, with Prokhorovka, I changed my print pattern and it was much more better. That was the beginning. Yeah, I think Piazza Ridge was the one that had slightly more of an issue with the counters, wasn't it? But it's fixed now. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I haven't punched, we haven't punched them out or played them yet. I'm just now getting to Festung Budapest because I'm, I'm going to Hungary in, a, in next month. So I was like, better play of those. And, <laughs> and have places to go see <laughs> that the Cogway Railway and everything like that. Um, but yeah, but so you found, I mean, just to even find a publisher and do all that just seems so um, intimidating to me, you know, to to thrust yourself into that kind of production and, and have to put all those ends together. Uh, but yeah, it's amazing, amazing stuff. The maps are just outstanding. Yeah. And will those be... Yes, I think that there is... Yes, sorry. Will those be reprinted now? Because they're they're show out of stock on the website, but are they coming back into print? Did you say? Yes, yes. Uh, 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 brevity probably will be released again. In I I hope this year or at the beginning of uh, 2015. But uh, I will be a new release uh, more with the inside also battle axe operation uh, beyond. Uh, uh, Brevity operation. So, because there, there were two operations in the same area, Brevity was in May one, uh, 1941, and Axe was in June, so one month uh, after. And, and it was a bit larger than uh, Operation Brevity. And I want to put uh, both with the, both the order of battles. Uh, maybe I will put inside also uh, one more. Uh, uh, a as uh, one more map, one more map uh, as a, as a, H as a board, and then I will put uh, probably also counters because uh, I see that um, our counters are uh, are appreciated. So I will put, I will uh, make counters, desert uh, counters, so Africa Corps, uh, Italians, and also British counters. Um, so this is for sure. Uh, it is one of my target. Uh, this year or the beginning of the next. Um, the other uh, I don't think that if I reprint uh, it, it won't be uh, different for the previous release, except uh, the maps are thicker and uh, I don't know, um, I bet also the counter better, maybe more counter that, that could be if it is uh, appreciated and uh, Nothing else, probably. I don't think I, I, I will make more scenarios, nothing. For the rest, uh, it will be as uh, as uh, as it is now, it is, as it was. This is the answer on this. For the rest, we are working, as uh, Ulrich said, that we are working on uh, now on Hungary. 
uh, that is a very big uh, project because uh, there is a huge map. I presented something on Facebook uh, that can be seen also on GameSpot. I put a couple of uh, images of the big map. It will be a map uh, for now. Uh, it uh, it is previewed that is a map made of uh, nine submaps, each big as uh, the Prokhorovka submap. So Prokhorovka was four or five and five, and oh. uh, and, and uh, yes, and uh, Hungary will be nine, so bigger. There, is, there will be also a tenth, yes, a bigger. I'm trying to, to imagine that two of the nines will be cut, so there will be two triangles, not exactly two um, rectangles. rectangles yeah. yes. Just to, um, to give the opportunity to use in the big, for example, circular table or... Uh, I don't know, uh, ellipse uh, table, no? that where you can, because my, the problem is if it's too big, uh, how can I reach the center of the map? <laughs> that is the, the main problem. I'm, I'm trying to, to, to solve this in some ways. So let's see. Um, the, the one solution is that for now, for sure, two maps are, triang are triangle and not rectangle. So that could be that cut a bit the area, not just a given area a little smaller and more ergonomic. We can say, you know. Okay, it is a very all right. It is another play game similar to Prokhorovka because the Eastern Front is the Eastern Front, so it's a front of open ground. Fundamentally, we know the Russian use the the steppe terrain, no, as as a fortification. We can say. So it's a, a way of defense to have all these open ground. So who is in defense normally is in, in a very in a very better situation than uh, the, atta the attacker, no? Because uh, attacker have to make this open ground the defend the defender stay in the trenches, no? This is the the, the main reason why Russian Russian has never been defeated uh, completely, you know, uh, Napoleon then Hitler then. And also you can see in Ukraine, no? in Ukraine, Ukraine now, which the, the attacker has a, a lot more casualties of the defender in any occasion. No? When the Russian attacks, they have a lot of casualties. In the big counter-offensive Ukraine, they had a lot of casualties because there is a, a lot of open ground to be done, to be, to be move on. No? Uh, but, but anyway, Eastern Front was the most part of the World War II. So it must be represented, and, and, uh, and it is curious and interesting, I think, in some way. Uh, in this case, uh, we will have uh, uh, the, the, the shape of the trench is historical because we collected a lot of Eurycon uh, uh, photos, uh, historical of this uh, of that month of that in this year, in this uh, January 1945. So we have the trenches. We have uh, fundamentally the fortification that is uh, the main things uh, that. Uh, must be for me represented in a historical way, and um, the difference will be that it's, there is ground snow and uh, the the vehicles are the vehicles of the 1945 and not of the 1943 like Progroka. But uh, and also the action is different because the the Germans attacks attacked then the Russian counter attacked, and but with the counter attack a bit as 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 always a, a bit. Uh, 
not, not so organized. We could say you know, the Russian attack in like a, a, a emotional way. You know, they, they are not so. They are not always so. Uh, they they weren't not always. Even now, I think always so rational in the counterattacks in the movement of the armored for units. We can say you no. Know? Um, so anyway, this this big counterattack with the big uh, mechanized brigade with uh, a lot of Shermans, Shermans seventy six uh, more, yes, and also supported by Su one hundred. So it's my formation interesting. The the Germans has a lot of Panthers instead. That's all nothing. It's my, uh, and the the main uh, the target uh, the final target is uh, this big village. Uh, Jungian village that is named Zamoli, and that is the target of the German offensive. So this is this will be the game, and uh, very, very open uh, terrain. Yes, yeah. yeah, yes. This is Zamoli. Yes, that sort of thing. So this brings up an interesting point. I'm always interested in these little subtleties when you say that the Russians typically or many times were not very organized in their counterattacks. It was more of an emotional. Uh, and haphazard movement. Do you have to take that into account as you're building the modules so that somehow, you know, do you think about that as you're building the module? And because obviously somebody now playing the Russians knows what didn't work and could play in such a way that did work, but wasn't typical for the way the Russians actually did it. Yes, but for example, in um, in Provoca, we uh, we forced the uh, we make some uh, we use some uh, strange rule to represent the emotional uh, attack. You know, for example, if you seen if you have ever seen the or played the Provoca campaign, you, know, you have uh, in a moment uh, a group of T thirty fours that must go charge in a direction. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, yes. Uh, so the player have to do this, have to make this, and uh, obviously not with all the tanks, with some, with a group of tanks, and uh, try to gain the the most, uh, the, the, the the biggest, uh, uh, can I say, advantage from these uh, strange things. But uh, this is the because there, are, and I think that uh, since uh, I am for the um, simulation or, or or also to the. To be evocative, I don't know if you understand evocative. Cioè, to uh, may to 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 make. Uh, cioè, I think the player should feel the ex uh, more exactly as possible uh, what happens and what the combat the the forces the, op the opposing forces uh, were thinking, were doing, were trained. No, so for example, the Russian. Uh, I don't know, never put the SU-100 in first line. They always put these kind of self-propelled uh, guns uh, in the back, in the rear, uh, as artillery, as also anti-tank artillery, but not directly in the first line. Not like the Stungeschutz, uh, Stungeschutz, the German Stungeschutz. And I wish to make rules to... Uh, in some way, uh, to, to not make, uh, do things that are not historical. I try, obviously, this is the one goal, yes. I prefer this uh, uh, because I don't, I don't like everything that is too much fantasy in the game, too much, uh, okay, I like this. If you uh, want to, to play one of my games, you have to do this. <laughs> If not, there are a lot of other 
offer. There's always DYO if you just want to do your own thing. <laughs> yes, I, I don't. I don't talk about my relation with with Ulrike. Ulrike is a, a very, uh, a very fun and also peaky person. She is much more peaky than me. She gives a lot of attention to every single aspect. It, it, this gives me a lot of help because. Uh, uh, for example, sometimes I say, okay, no, but um, it's, a model, it's a model, we can say, no, no, uh, we can do even uh, not so, and uh, strictly not to the reality. And uh, he say, no, 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 let's try to make this in this way, because that is the way they make, they made in that way, and we have to put in this way, in the same way, you know? And so it's very, it's a very... Uh, good uh, relation um, of um, we design very very well together. So I, I I'm very I'm very glad to to have met uh, him because uh, we're, we're complementary. Uh, I mean, Sebi has only been playing a few years, but he's he has in this short few years he's become Italy's rules guru. He is the the Perry says of Italy, you know, and and you know, his. He has such a logical mind that uh, in in interpreting the rules. So actually, if you've if you've got your Q and A, you know, just throw them to to Sebi and uh, yeah. he'll he'll sort you out. But uh, it's um, so when we're discussing about um, how to model something and and how to reflect, you know, with with some flexibility, you know, what what to to uh, bring to life you know some actual events to try and recreate that and give that flavor um then sebi's really good at thinking well what about this and what about that what about the other consequence of having this ssr you know because you're thinking of all the various sit other situations you, you you're throwing um you know um uh, one SSR in there to fix one thing, but it, every every rule, of course, has repercussions. Mm -hmm. So um, Sebi's really good at thinking about around, you know, everything else and making sure that we don't end up um, shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, there's so much to think about. Really. Um, so yeah. Sebi, you you said that early on it was difficult getting into ASL because of the language and barrier in reading the rules what what's that like now are you reading the rule book yeah 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 how oh, i know very well the rule. Uh, i, I want to say uh i am not so good in speaking english but i can understand i, I can read very well english which i am not very big problem now i i have had when i was a teen but now i can read easily english yeah. and uh because even because now there are also some uh uh, some help from uh, uh, the software, the app, you know, everything that can help, uh, help us to, to translate, you know. But anyway, I can read the English. I read the norm, usually read the English book without problem, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Also, um, because now we, you, you sent me some question before and uh, and I saw you asked me in uh, in this list of questions where which, I, which are our sources, no? Uh, uh, the sources uh, say everything could be a good source is a good source is a source. So we find uh, everywhere books, obviously, and also as you see, we like to connect the game to one good book uh, every time from from Pogorovka. 
Rock Rock will be has been with the Christopher Lawrence book, the very good Christopher Lawrence book. Uh, or Sonia was with the Plowman, that that is a, 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 the, the main uh, New Zealand uh, histor historian. And uh, Hungary will be, we can say now, will be with uh, Norbert Zandweber, that is uh, a very good uh, Hungarian uh, historian, uh, also lieutenant uh, colonel of uh, Hungarian army, current, and uh, so it, it is a uh, an important figure of the historian office of the Hungarian army uh, currently. And uh, he will, he will uh, give our, us the support for the game, for the Hungarian game, because he studied a lot this, uh, that, heavy, that event. So books, so uh, obviously web, everything, can, the web uh, we can try, we can find on the web, obviously archives, uh, everything we can find online, but also in some some cases we can go we can go there. We collect uh, all the air recon photos we can do, uh, um, both uh, going to the archives, both uh, buy, uh, buying them from uh, some service that there is uh, that you can find uh, that give you these air recon photos. From Luftwaffe or from uh, Allied armies, uh, Allied Air forces like U.S. Air forces or anything, and uh, so we find that, for example, I also collecting sometimes some books made for the uh, model makers. You know, uh, okay, because the, the books are interesting because uh, you can find the picture or the drawing of the. Of that vehicle that as uh, that give you uh, in, uh, first of all you can understand that, that the vehicle was there with that unit so it can help you to make the order of battle no mm. because you know okay, there is there was that kind of vehicle in this situ in that situation and also it gives also the feeling that somehow of the for example the camouflage of I don't know of something so uh, that for me that this is the sources. Um, so in everywhere we 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 search and uh, so other other works uh, uh, another work I want to uh, make meanwhile uh, in parallel with the Hungary and the brevity sort of release uh, will be a, a work on uh, Roma Roma uh, September 1943 that was a, a fight between uh, uh, German paratroopers that. Uh, Try to conquer the city defended by Italian uh, armies, Italian units. And uh, since it is uh, something that I want to, to make, because I am I was born in Rome, the, the, the combat were uh, here near my also my my apartment, my house. So uh, there are places that I lived when I was young. So I, there is a little tribute to this. And also, I think it was a work that I saw. I think that there are some scenarios made by Mark Pitkavage, I think, on this subject. You can see Rome. Okay. Yeah, in the yeah. um, that one pack, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Action pack three, the, I think. Action is more or less that, but made on the historical maps and uh, with the, a, he, he made a very good uh, work, uh, for sure. One of the best work I've seen. I, I saw on ASL, it was very 
cioè, you can see in, the, in those scenarios that the, he made a good research, uh, so it was very nice made. But, uh, so I, I can make better, obviously, because after time I am Italian, so I have a lot of sources. And so this is another work I want, I want to make, yes. And so I, I think that it will be released more or less this year or at the beginning of the next month, not more. A yeah. nice thing about actually that um, historical map will be that when ASLers um, go on holiday to Rome, as you do, they can carry along their map and you can bet you they will be <laughs> comparing the map with how it is today. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've just spent a, a lot of time doing that because we're, we're my son's in Spain. So we're, I'm, my wife said, hey, you're getting old. Are you going to get over to Europe and see some of these? battle sites or you know just art museums and everything. we said okay let's do it now so we're going to hit amsterdam and then of course do the museum the reich museum and the van gogh museum and Anne frank house and then i got my battle map out of arnhem and saw where the troopers landed north of wolfies and then pulled up the google earth and zoom yeah. in and then i'm seeing like oh there's a mo little monument here and there's a glider collection over at this guy's barn and i would never know and then i'm following like this website the liberation route that kind of helps you to plan and so we're going to rent a car and and I'm, yeah. Yeah, i really got into it you could just spend hours comparing and then i was like well i'm going to go to berlin and i i found um berlin red vengeance i think it was put out heat of battle a while ago yeah. long ago and i pulled up the current map berlin and then i was kind of disappointed at arnhem none of the buildings really are matching up the modern arnhem the bridge is there but all the little buildings that i fought over you know with jeff and dave timonen and all the players you know i'm like oh it's not as the same anymore you know <laughs> but boy a lot of it is so yeah this I'm just that's really been my rabbit hole now is doing the comparison to those places and then Budapest and we're going there we have missionary friends that are there and they can take us around but uh Dave Tim and I are playing the you know festoon as I mentioned and Laura came downstairs and I showed her I said look the Cogway rail line is still there honey I found it and she, she pulled up her google earth and was looking at this map and and going like holy look at that the train track is still in there and that's all the same and there's the tennis courts you know yeah. that are still there and then yeah. there's some new buildings around it but yeah so that yeah i can totally relate to that now it's kind of exciting well let, let me know when you're when you're passing by i'm actually right now in in vienna so uh it's not that far away and i'm thinking of of having my own trip down there at some point in not too distant future um and speaking again of briefly of you know zamali that we just mentioned um it's uh you know having done the visit to Sonia and found that really valuable and interesting then we're um penciling penciling in uh, uh, a weekend in zamali as you do and uh opportunity to walk the fields and check the lines of sights uh you know how the obviously a lot has changed some of the farms aren't there anymore but you can you can see the lie of the land you know can i actually see from this hill can i see down into that bit of valley and so on that's what we really want to to check yeah very cool uh -oh. anyway yeah. not so much time has passed the since the world went to check a lot of time, but not so so much time. No? 
So a lot of things you can see exactly the same or very similar to the uh, to the the, the things that uh, was in that period. At least yeah. that's true in Europe. In in the United States, we knock everything down every thirty years. Uh, <laughs> like every... <laughs> uh, I, I have been in the USA when I was uh, eighteen years old, so nineteen eighty four. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Anyway, I saw some images now of New York. Well, more or less, it's the same. Like, come on. So. Well, yeah. There's some new skyscrapers in Chicago that are, look pretty cool, but there's still some of the old ones. Yeah. The, um, yeah. I would just want to congratulate. Well, give you some kudos on the the scenarios that I was looking over, um, yeah. and I, I'll I'll review them in depth at some point. And Jeff's gonna revisit the the magazine when we did our Orsana and mispronounced it on our first show. Um, we uh, we noticed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd think yeah. we would stop and just um go to the website where they where they talk they give you the pronunciations. <laughs> We're just terrible. Oh, yeah. But I, I know what I like here is on these scenarios, on a lot of them, the concealment counters yeah. Yeah. are variable, right? Yeah. That's what that means. That's a die roll plus five concealment. Yeah, correct, 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 yes. So I was, and then last night, Tim and you know, of course, counting the, okay, I turned up two here and two here. And so you got to have this guy's dummies or that's dummies. And I'm like, he, he's going to love that idea. But no, it's an idea that uh, was made by Long Kanang. I saw. I saw oh, I they saw. started at Long. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Long Kanang. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's uh, because uh, the 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 more you may give the um, you make fog of war. Yeah. Yeah, fog of war. You make give uncertainty. Uncertain. The forces uh, uh, the best you you are do your your job. So when you when you model a battle, no, because uh, nobody knows exactly. Uh, which is the the forces that is opposing no? so that's how and then I think there was an idea inspired from uh, the death to fascism publishers who uh, I think came up with the idea of hiding um, the support weapons and leaders um, in the initial concealed setup so you can't look at a stack and, and judge okay that's where the kill stack is you just yeah. have no idea and why would you yeah like at night they, they let us do that yeah, yeah. Rules. So and you can, you, you've got a, quite a quite a few night games. And then I, did you use a reverse negative image on the night? Yep. Because I was looking, I went, oh my gosh, they they accidentally got a negative image instead of the positive. No, 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 you, it's uh, I, I remember that uh, I don't know Evan O'Neill and also MMP use it to be that. So I think that is a way to represent the night. It's not yeah. Just, that, and then they figured that out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all, yeah. You know, there's consistency there. So that's yeah. kind of cool. And then kudos to Enrico. He, I'm assuming he's alluding to a, a certain um, rock band from Australia or down under. Is that the Men at Work band or did he not intend that? You don't know. Well, this title was, was uh, suggested by, uh, by an Englishman that is. Uh... Ben Jones. Ben Jones suggested me that title. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's, it's, sure. a scenario, it's a scenario of uh, Enrico Catanzaro, that is uh, the um, the tournament director uh, uh, player, Italian player. He's an Italian player that which with, with the, whom I make uh, the tournament director pack. 
so this is a scenario not from me, but from this uh, player. Yeah. yeah. And otherwise, Sebastian, you, you, Sebastiano, you, you made yeah. all the rest of the scenarios, I think, right? Yeah. 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 A lot of exactly. work. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Also, the campaign. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're oh, yes, even if appunto, probably uh, cioè, the scenarios, the strict scenario, the dynamic scenario, I made the, the dynamic scenario and also the other battle. Then I discussed a lot of things with uh, Ulrich, not only with, with Ulrich, also with other players. We can say that I, I am supported by also other playtesters, playtesters that are uh, first. Um, uh, cioè, um, the first moment, uh, the, uh, the, the press that playtest with me directly, uh, immediately after the, the, the scenario developing, um, and, uh, and then the blind playtesters that, that playtest uh, not with me. Uh, but I have uh, my couple of references uh, uh, beyond the Auric, for example, there is a, a couple of Italian mostly uh, playtest, but also I work. Uh, I work at some scenario with the Carno Gaira that is a very good uh, uh, for me a very good help in uh, in developing the, the most difficult scenarios I I have had a very big help from Carno Gaira yeah and also um, uh, Roberto Alesse in Progrock it was very important Luca Martini Luca Martini is an Italian man but he he has had a very big experience, international experience. He lived also in Australia. Then now, uh, currently, he's living in uh, in Prague and for his job in uh, in, in Slovakia. And so, and he is a very he, he uh, played a lot as well since uh, it, he was a teen. He never uh, stopped to play as well. So he, he has uh, my age. Um, I am I am fifty eight years old. So um, just to give you an idea, um, Ulrich is a, a bit younger than me. Yeah, around 5-0. He, <laughs> that makes Jeff the oldest one of us all. Yeah, well, yeah. congratulations. Otherwise, Somebody's got to be. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> anyway, so my, yes, this is um, advanced. In fact, so we, we try to make our best to make something uh, original no? and uh, good to be played, maybe. And uh, mostly for this this uh, issue of the realism of the historical uh, uh, aspect of the game, the game I think deserves this more than I see, and I think that uh, it's a way also to to give uh, it a future in some way because uh, I think the connection with the uh, historians is uh, is nice, is something that could be. Um, work in some way. I like it. I like it since I like it. I do it. So uh, that is the yeah. It, they're just fantastic. Again, and as you say, there's that real historical element to them, and I love the way the the art of the maps and everything is just gorgeous. We've always raved about that when when Jeff and I open a new a new game that you've produced. So I guess we'll start to wrap up the interview. Then is there Anything else, Jeff? Do you have any other questions? Or? I do not. I think we've covered all the major topics. It's, it's really been great. Yeah. Outstanding. I just add that, um, you know, not, you know, we talked a lot about SSRs, but it's not all of them that make the cut. There are, believe it or not, there are those that we consider 
try and then we discard because they're just not worth not the worth the effort so you know when somebody says too many ssrs you know jeff's been known to do that i, I used to say that i don't say it anymore anyway anyway we we try to to to, to not exaggerate in this in this sense obviously we are always game designers so no so uh, game design means it is a game and not a software not something that where you have to have uh, to feel pain, you know. Yeah. So anyway, yes, but but uh, I think that the, but we are in the direction with the vision of the realism, uh, trying not to be uh, too boring with a lot of SSR. Yes. Even if the SSR is important to be realistic, so because not to to give the realism, if they aren't uh, you play easily, but not exactly. What, uh, obviously, uh, uh, say say that uh, it's we made exactly the reality is uh, is too much. No, it's obviously no. Not possible. We are playing with the small uh, paper counters on the uh, paper on the table. No, it's not the reality. But anyway, we try to to transmit the feeling that is of, of the situation, of the event. No, that I think it's it's important that. For that, for example, uh, I always uh, draw uh, the, the the insignia of the units. You now, um, try give because I always I'm not a, a, a military fanatic, no. But uh, I'm 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 the opposite. But I think that the younger men, the young soldiers that die or were wounded, you know, in this tragic situation that is the war. Uh, maybe one of the last uh, things is uh, so uh, believe on um, for I don't know for the propaganda. For, eh? It was uh, the color of his uh, uniform or of insignia of his, of his unit, no? Uh, and it's a fact. Uh, um, uh, so uh, I think that these are emotions, no? That must be transmitted uh, when you represent a fact like the, like the war. That is uh, my vision, the vision that guide these uh, productions. Yeah. Uh, and one thing that's interesting is also the ASL. I, I, I have uh, always uh, um, heard uh, people say, uh, oh, I, I play this scenario, it's like cinema, it's like a movie, okay, mm -hmm. the, the action, no? Like, okay, that is uh, something interesting, I, I think, because uh, it is uh, a movie. It is... Uh, a representation, a dynamic, uh, like similar, not exactly like, but uh, that has uh, emotion like. So, if it, it must be a movie, I want to make a realistic movie, so a movie with uh, that kind of emotion, and not only the surprise, uh, the flanking, or uh, yes, there is this, but also there is a, the more realism, the more. Uh, uh, Imagine uh, that uh, um, connected with the, the reality that the, that the soldier lived in this uh, in that situation. That is my idea. Okay, and so we try to make this for them. Obviously, it's a game. Uh, they More are of a German war film and less Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well. Sorry. <laughs> yep. Just to take that analogy. Yeah. Well, we'll go ahead and say goodbye then, I think, and we can uh, yeah. chat again in the future with oh, yeah. products, yeah. whatever, you know. So, Can I ask what episode this will be? Uh, number? Yes. Um, we're in it as one show, Jeff, because we're, we're not going to get together and record. I was just worried that it was going to be 336, which is the Italian conscripts. 
Oh. Oh, it is going to be. Still a V, you know, you can't have everything. <laughs> <laughs> and if I can um, throw a plug in there, then we've got the, in June is the uh, Italian, I don't know if that shows up, but mm. I can send you a link. It's the Italian ASL tournament mm. that's in Rome. Yes. Yeah. So that's the 21st to 23rd. You can. Yeah. Oh, Perry, Perry Coke uh, from MMP. He's been a regular. Oh, um, and you are very yeah. welcome. You won't come. Oh, well, thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. That's really nice. And we'll be sure to I can, I can show you the seals. Yeah. Exactly. That is very, very, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. One goal is to get there to Rome before I leave the earth. <laughs> I was if you pass if you're passing through Vienna, you know, send me an email. We can okay. hook up. <laughs> also, then, so we'll go ahead and say goodbye to you guys. And All right, goodbye so to the listeners. Thanks cool. for everybody. listening, and thanks for watching, everybody. Arrivederci. Bye bye. Ciao.